Welcome to the No Shoes, No Filter podcast. This is the very first episode of the very first podcast that we will ever create. Now, I am Bot Push and also Michael. This is my Discord that I have started, and this is the community and the podcast that we will have together as a platform to heal. Uh, the whole principle behind the No Shoes, No Filter podcast is there are no shoes. There are no filters. So if you're coming to a place where you want to talk about mental health or learn about mental health, this is the place for you where you're not going to feel judgment, where you're not going to get uh, talked down to for feeling less than on a certain day. We just don't wear shoes here. <laughs> we don't. We don't wear filters. This is something we do when we wind down from a long day. We talk. We have a good time. We learn more about each other and our community. So with that being said, I have been in the content creation field for about six years. Not dedicated, not full time, but quite a good portion of the last six years has been done online. I did not realize how many amazing people I had in a social media's arm's reach. And I let a lot of my own anxieties and my own fears dictate how I handled going about starting my own podcast. Um, and even to a point where I even overwhelmed myself today, I was actually trying to do a video podcast at the same time of recording an audio podcast. So I'm using Adobe Audition and I was going to be using OBS to record the video side and then sync the audios and run an extra copy to YouTube. That didn't work out in my favor. And that's all right. It's a little defeat, but I'm not going to let it ruin the fact that I want to make something bigger than myself. So that being all said, too, let's get into the nitty gritty of this podcast. We are peer counselors. None of us have real medical diagnosis to give you. Everything we think of and speak about is in a philosophy or a philosophical um, type of learning um, to be taken as words as such. And you can just pick and pull what what works for you. Uh, but we are not giving you real medical advice. We are just giving you peer to peer advice to see if it helps you on a day to day basis and giving you someone to talk to. Not everything about mental health has to be negative. It actually can be pretty positive and uplifting. You just have to realize that you're not alone in the fight and there's a lot of other people that want to join in. So we are realizing that most of us aren't armed and equipped male generation, female generation or genders. Um, they're, they're not and and everything in between. We are LGBTQ, LGBTQT plus friendly, but everything in between doesn't really necessarily have the weaponry or the armory or armor to fight the stigma of mental health. We feel like we're doing it alone, even when we're surrounded by close friends and family. And we want to get past that. We want to break that stigma. We're not going to do it overnight. We're not going to do it quickly. It's just something that is a time sensitive or it's not even time sensitive. It's just something that's going to happen over time, you know? So I, a little bit more about me. I am a 32 year old army veteran. Um, I have been in combat. I have been suffering from PTSD, anxiety, depression, ADHD, uh, for the better portion of the last 10 years. And I'm sure some of that actually happens to be a little longer with childhood trauma added in there. I did not have the best childhood and we can touch base on that at another time. But my childhood wasn't also 
all that bad either. Um, basically, I came out of a dark place recently uh, where I was really, really struggling to hold my mental health together. And I reached out to a community and they picked me up. They helped in so many different ways that I didn't even know were possible in bringing me back to a light side from the dark areas. Um, I, I don't usually rely on a lot of people to do that. I actually would rather, you know, I'm very independent in that sense. And I just kind of feel through things and I live through them. And I think that's strength. But realistically, reaching out and telling people how you're feeling and being raw about your emotions, that's strength. Um not saying that you're not strong because you've gone through stuff and that you've handled it on your own, but actually reaching out and saying, I need help. That's where a lot of our strength comes from. It's our peers. It's being vulnerable. Um, but to the right people, um, you can't just go and tell your life story to absolutely everyone and expect everybody to just accept you as you are. That's just not how it works. That's not how society is built. That's not how, our generation is even built yet. Uh, there's a lot of us struggling, but we still are afraid to talk about the problems. Um, you know, there's a lot of stigma against men with mental health that still like we're not allowed to feel and we're not allowed to to hurt. And women, they get the perception of, oh, she's crazy. Don't deal with that. Um, and that's that's not OK. I mean, you can have these issues and still and these disorders and still live a great normal life. You just have to find the proper ways to do so. What's, what works for you? What, what's healing? Um, what's going to help you, you know, face your triggers, not run from them, but face your triggers and overcome them. Um, what's going to help you deal with the feeling of not wanting to get out of bed. It's the small victories, you know, just little everyday day-to-day things that you realize are, are hard for you. If you can just put 10 minutes into it, your mental health will start to improve. Um, What's worked for me over a recent time is I started doing meditation. I started doing a workout in the morning and in the evening where I could actually feel myself getting out that extra stress, extra anger, extra depression, you know, things that I didn't know how to really cope with. And it brought me to this place um, as, as well as, you know, having peers that are reaching out. Um, but meditation was worked wonders having a workout routine that I did twice a day. It wasn't even like a super hard work workout routine. It was actually like a third of what I did in the military for a morning PT test, but it was something. Um, so really we just want to arm you with just enough to combat things on your own in a dark space. Uh, we, we don't want to see people struggling And if they are struggling, we want them to know that they're not by themselves anymore. (laughs) There's a lot of us that have so much of this. It's it's amazing to see how many more people can relate to you. And once you get to actually see that firsthand, you're like, wow, this isn't so. It's not it's not as hard. For some reason, it just takes away a little bit of the the complications of getting past those barriers because you can see someone else doing it. So, uh, there's a, there's a quote that I put in and it was actually the first quote that I put into my discord under, uh, sorry, daily words of encouragement, which is one of the categories that I have in the discord. And it's, if you're feeling helpless, help someone. And as for that, I was like, this is my first daily word of encouragement. 
Uh, I want you all to know that the first one sits with me because mainly I've been having really dark days and having low self-worth or value. And I understand that my worth and my value that I enjoy most about myself is helping or guiding others to achieve their best self, whether it's just giving someone to talk to someone to talk to so that they can just get something out and off their chest. That's help. If you're even if you do something nice for someone like, I don't know, bring their groceries in, uh, do a small little random act of kindness for your spouse or significant other. Um, you're helping somebody take a little bit off of their plate. You don't know what they're always going through, even if you have an open communication dynamic in your friendships and your relationships without actual proper communication and without actual actually just proper effort. You may not see the struggle that they're going through, especially if they don't want to open up or they're embarrassed or they're shy about it. And so just help other people be kind, teach people the way you want to be treated by showing them the, the way you want to be treated. I mean, I'm not a very biblical or spiritual person, but you know, treat others how you want to be treated is really one of the good takeaways from that. Don't treat people like shit. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like things like that are really good morals that I was raised with. Um, so basically if you have, I don't know, concerns about stuff or questions, you have a very open platform here. So I, uh, I don't know. We've had, I really enjoy our words of encouragement, uh, category because I go in there and post things and other people post things and we kind of uplift each other. And tell each other how beautiful we are or how, you know, you're appreciated in little words of like, oh, in order to succeed, we must first believe that we can. Um, And that really fits with me, too, because for the longest time, I have talked myself out of this podcast. I have said I was going to do it, said I was going to do it, said I was going to do it. But I never really believed I could. And every time I have a conversation with somebody over my phone, over, you know, the Internet and have digital microphone conversations, they go, wow, you have a voice for radio. And you know what? I probably do. But I also have a face for radio. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Being too hard on myself. Um, But yeah, I've let fear dictate a lot of my life and not pushing and progressing and feeling low self-worth. And that has hurt me in many ways. And, you know, I've been on Twitch for so long and my following count on there isn't super high because I never really put myself out there in fear of failure. Um, Now, you know, I have a discord following and I've done, you know, the typical random little thirst traps and the random little jokes here and there. But overall, I enjoy talking about mental health on my darkest days, on my happiest days. Like at first, you know, I felt like I was a bit more of a complainer and, you know, I was afraid people were going to think it was about attention. But the more raw I was, the more feedback I got from people saying, wow, me too. I understand that. I really wish more people understood this. And that's where we are. This is this is what really put in the the final straw to why I shouldn't be letting fear dictate this because the more I let it control my life, the less I can help other people with things like this podcast and this discord. So I don't want to control all of the narrative in this whole discord lifestyle or anything like that. I want it to all free flow organically and grow. Um, but It's also one of those things where I lost my train of thought just now. 
because I'm on antidepressants and sometimes that happens. Um, crap. I know it'll come back to me. I do. I know it'll come back. And you know, I was actually even thinking just a second ago, like I'm going to edit this out and make it sound so much better, but you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to leave everything in this discord or this, uh, this recording for the first raw conversation topic of mental health. Um, even if there's going to be random radio silence, I apologize, but it's just going to happen. <laughs> but that train of thought's not coming back to me. So I apologize. So I know that there's so many outlets outside of this discord and I want and encourage people to use them. But if you know of anything, don't be afraid to share it. What works for you works for you and it may actually help somebody else. Don't give it to them as a fact. Don't give it to them as it's the be all end all and they should not receive it as it's the be all end all so that if it doesn't work for them, they just feel like a complete failure. But if you take it as words and you treat it as words and you go with it and you see if it works for you and it works wonders, then great. You found a new thing to arm you against the mental health problems that you're having. So it's just another day and a time, another battle at a time, but every day brings new opportunities. So every day that you're here, you have more opportunities to change the things you don't like about yourself. And you can start now. You can start today. Um, you know, I've not always been the best person on the planet and I'm not the best person on the planet. Now I've had moments of being a narcissist in my life or having narcissistic tendencies. I've never actually been diagnosed as one. I have been, I've definitely had manic episodes where I might as well have been bipolar or had a version of, you know, very acute BPD even, uh, but none of this is diagnosed. And so if it's not actually a diagnosis and done by a medical professional. It's not real. It's just self-diagnosis. It's like WebMD, but for your mental health, it's, it's whatever. We all do it. We all think, oh yeah, I have this, I have this, I have this. But until you get actually diagnosed, like I have been now for my PTSD and stuff, um, it's all hearsay and speculation. I mean, if you WebMD, like Mike, my heart's failing or my heart, my heart fluttered, you're going to have a heart attack and probably cancer according to WebMD. It's silly. So don't, don't hypochondriac your life and hypochondriac your mental health. Just, just, seek the proper outlets. Um, don't let people on the internet diagnose you, but I have had these moments where I feel, and I've been called a narcissist by people who are unlicensed medical professionals. I've been, you know, and I have not always been the best person. I have cheated in relationships. I have lied to people that were innocent. I have manipulated conversations to benefit me as a human. Um, And as I've grown, as I've progressed over the years, I can see the errors in those ways. And I've done nothing but try to not erase it because that was part of me, but grow and not do those things in my future. So I don't want to control anybody against their own free will or make them feel like it was their own free will that made them do this because it makes me feel like shit. It really does. I am actually a demisexual and I'm an empath and I've had narcissistic tendencies because I learned how to use my empathy for evil. That was in my younger 20s. It's been many years since then. But I also found out that I have abandonment trauma and I would use that empathy and part of those narcissistic traits to try and persuade and manipulate people to stay in a relationship that was toxic. And I've learned from that too. So now that 
the progression part of dating and mental illness has gotten to a point where I'm at now. I don't want to date or put anybody in a circumstance that they're not willing to be in um, or that they haven't chose to be in. And from then, like the release of control um, or the release of need for control is a very freeing feeling. The only control I want is over myself and my my narrative, my reality. Like, so I know how to handle it, how to grow from it, how to teach others how to handle it and grow from it. Um, yeah, you, you don't you don't have to always be a shitty person. People are allowed to grow. They're allowed to change. They're allowed to make mistakes because we're human. You can't live in those. I've beat myself up for years about the wrongdoing that I have done to other people and the wrongdoing that's been done to me. And I took it so personal, but realistically, it wasn't even me and the time that I had wrongdoing done to me. That was the problems that that other person was facing. So Again, the wrongdoing I did to other people, I was facing problems without any armor, without any weapons, and I just let things free flow and get me into trouble and do things I didn't like and do things that I wouldn't even approve of if I was in like a logical, not sick brain. So with that being said, I do take antidepressants and with my therapy and my doctor, even though I have PTSD and I have anxiety and I have my depression and, you know, I have ADHD, you know, all of this, all I needed, all I needed. And this is exactly what I told my doctor. I just need something to take the sad away and I can handle the rest. And for the most part, that's been very accurate. I do have good coping mechanisms that I like to share for anxiety, for PTSD, for low self-worth, uh, for ADHD. And, if I can take away the sadness, because the sadness is is literally the most crippling part of the mental illness that I have to face. I don't know how it is for other people, but when you get super depressed, even getting out of bed to use the restroom, not even do an actual activity, but getting out of the bed to do use the restroom or turn a light on so you have some some light in your life. It's exhausting. You don't have the energy to get out of bed. You don't have that ability to move forward in your life because you're just crippled and you're stuck in that things you should have done differently phase. And you can't focus on that anymore. And people that focus on the past too much are usually depressed. And the people that focus on the future too much are usually anxious. That's that's just that is fact. That is really fact. Most of that is fact. Um doesn't mean it's true fact for everybody, but it's a really scientific, like I've heard it from many different medical professionals. Um, depressed people live in the past and anxious people live in the future. So I don't know what's wrong with me because I have both. So, you know, I'm depressed because I feel guilty for things that I may have done in my past, but I'm anxious because I want the good things to come now and I'm always looking for them. And, you know, and it's, it's crazy. Uh, we just, we progress differently as we age and, um, right now, my biggest focus since I've started meditation and working out is living in the now being me being happy with what I have in front of me, uh, without trying to change a narrative and or not, not change a narrative, but like control my future and control how people saw me in the past. Now it's time to grow even more by helping each other. Um, yeah. With that said, there's there's a lot of different parts and I don't want to dive into everything because eventually we're going to have guest speakers. We're going to have um, I'm sure we'll get a few sponsors at some point. 
but I would like to try and keep this discord as mostly ad free as possible, not discord, but uh, podcast as mostly ad free as possible so that people can tune in. I, I like advertisements and monetization as much as the next person, but I don't like seeing them. And it kind of turns me off from some podcasts when I see it, not saying that they're bad podcasts because these are licensed medical professionals in some of them and they have, you know, real medical backgrounds. All I have is what I've been through, my perception, what I've learned, what I've picked up from peers. And I am a very perceptive person. I do read a lot. I do pick up on a lot of things from social cues and peers. And it's, it's just something I've, I don't know. It's, I just feel like I've learned enough in life that I can offer help. It may not be real medical advice. Again, I am a peer counselor. I'm not a real counselor. I am going to school for a degree in psychology. I will be using that in my future to help veterans because, you know, veterans helping vets with psychology is actually proven to be more efficient and effective than someone who is just out of college and or only has what they've read or learned from a school Um, with no real knowledge of PTSD or combat or anything like that. Like those people don't really understand it. Not saying that their, their theories or their treatments are invalid because you still can receive treatment and stuff, but it's just, I feel like I want to give back to the veteran community, but from there, I also will be giving back to the general population. I don't want to exclusively work with veterans. I want to work with people. I like helping people all I've done since I've been out of the military was look into jobs that was helping others. I've looked into being a firefighter. I've looked into being an EMT. I've even looked into law enforcement. Um, It's just in my nature to want to be there for people, Um, regardless if I've had a shitty past and I didn't know how to handle myself. All I want to do now is help. I don't want to hurt anyone. I just want them to grow and move past what's bothering them. And I've done what I've can in my past and in my like forward movement. Uh, to apologize to those that I've done wrongdoing to, whether they've accepted those apologies or not and have offered forgiveness, that has all been them, you know, and their choice, their free choice. I'm not trying to persuade them to pursue a friendship or a secondary relationship. I'm pursuing and giving peace of mind to them that I was in a sick mindset when I've done wrong to others. Um, It wasn't because I wanted to. It wasn't because it was all in my control. I mean, some of it was, but... I've learned that's the whole point of growing up and getting older is you're in your younger 20s. Even though you do damage to people, you're kind of allowed to be a piece of shit. (laughs) It sucks, but you're going to run into people that treat you like shit and you're going to make shitty choices. That's just what you do. It's part of growing. It's part of learning. No one is perfect or nobody's nerfect. You know, it's just something that's a part of life. Society is so intertwined in social like social media and digital media that there isn't as much individuality as we think there is but we get everything from the internet and we think it's all okay and we live lives with you know ease of access to another person's life at the touch of a button it's you can you can see their drama you can see their struggles you can see their stuff and like i mean and then when it comes to dating and social media you also have like how many other options you have options all the time and that's not okay either, but it's there. It's readily available. If someone has a thing for you, if someone has a crush on you, they're like, Oh yeah, I have a crush on you. And you're like, I have a boyfriend and they're like, I don't care. I'm going to pursue like shit like that. It's just, 
it's it's a weird society we live in these days. And in the next generation, it's getting even more digitally intertwined and people are doing more uh, connecting over social media than before. Like, I, shit, I remember I, I met my high school girlfriend over MySpace, you know, when, and I dated her for a while. And before then, I think I used AOL Instant Messenger in high school to have conversations with people. Uh, so it's. Yeah, the the digital media, I was even raised in it, even though before then, like pre all of that, I had to call my friend and leave a voicemail or talk to his parents to see if they were home. Um, and if they weren't home, I had to go over there and knock on the door like those that I've I got to live up in both times. I was born in 88. You know, we I got to live through all of the 90s mostly with a good memory of it. And now as an adult in my thirties and living into the 2020s, it's different. It's way different. And I can see a difference. Not like I lived it enough in the nineties to have like a real idea, but I have enough now that I'm like, wow, I actually miss not being able to be gotten a hold of all the time. And that's also my thing now is I'm also readily available for so many different people because I like to be. Uh, But that brings in a good point is like, don't overexert yourself. Don't exhaust yourself helping other people Um, do what you can. If you want to be there for people, do it. But if you get drained as like an empath or even someone who just likes to be there for people and they're introverted even, but you know, being around people drains you do what's, Do what's right by you. Don't overexert yourself by trying to do too much. If you can only offer an ear and no advice, that's still better than nothing. And the person that's reaching out to you will give it to you. And if you need a break from it and you need to step away and let things just kind of settle down for you, that's okay too. There's no judgment. That doesn't make you a worse person because you weren't able to be there in the moment. That person, and especially in this community, could have many other opportunities to talk to other people and get out what they need to get out. So it doesn't rely solely on you. Oh, man, I've been on a ramble. <laughs> and I think I've been all over the place. That is my nerves talking and two Starbucks coffees with about eight shots of espresso. Um. Yeah, I'm just really excited for this community that we have going and I really enjoy the conversations that we have had within this community and that we keep having in this community. So um, usually once a day, I will sit in the voice chat at the end, like end of the day on the West Coast. So between like three and six p.m. West Coast time, I will be sitting in the discord in the chat um, letting people come in and voice chat and video chat and talk about their days. And we've gone through some interesting philosophies already where we've talked about demisexuality and impets and we've talked about narcissists and how, you know, society kind of, everybody kind of just labels people as narcissists, but they don't really know what one is, or, you know, they label people as just depressed all the time, but they don't really know, you know, like, so we've talked about non-medical professionals diagnosing people. I know this is a circle back conversation, but non-medical professionals providing diagnosis for random people. And that's different, but true. Um, and then those people, it can be damaging to call someone a narcissist, but Uh, especially if they're not, or they never had any idea that they were, or they, you know, they, they feel like they're now one because they were accused as one. So 
Uh, but yeah, we offer, we offer a lot of our own time. Like we volunteer it as peer counselors to each other to build friendships, connections, and bonds with people that you wouldn't have typical access to on a daily basis. Um, and with the discord, you can come and go as you please. We don't judge. If you need a break from it, step away. If you want to be in it actively every single day, Hey, you know what? If you've got that strength, you've got that energy, please. We encourage it too. So, but everything is judgment free and that's the way we like to keep it. Uh, but I know this has only been 30 minutes of me talking on a ramble and I think I'm going to go give this a reread and see how everything goes for the edit. Um, but man, I really, even though I'm nervous still, my palms are really sweaty. I really enjoyed doing this podcast as something as an outlet, as something to reach out and let people know that they're not alone. I definitely have a very scatterbrained today or scatterbrained, not brained. Um, and I still feel good about it, even though I've been all over the place and I've touched many topics and many discussions and I don't think I finished a full thought maybe the whole time, but that's okay. You know what? It's okay. It's a little dive on to me as to who I am when I'm over caffeinated and I'm excited about something. That's me. No filter, no fucking filter. Uh, and also I'm not wearing any shoes. Uh, with that being said, this was the first episode of the no shoes, no filter podcast, and we will be posting episodes twice a week on Wednesdays and Friday, uh, probably around 3 p.m. We'll just put that expectation out on those days, uh, Pacific time. And if it changes or it updates, you are welcome to find a way into our Discord. You can find me on TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, uh, Twitter. No, I'm not on Twitter. Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook. It's bot push. That's all it is. B-O-T-P-U-S-H. Uh, we can communicate there. We can get you into our Discord. We can have a good conversation. And if you feel like you have something to offer and bring to the table, like, please come be part of the community. Be part of the family and the peer counselors because we need you. So with that being said, again, no shoes, no filter. Thanks for listening. <laughs>